0: Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Sherman and Dafyami. My name is Yitzchak. Shalom. we now on Masachat Shabbat Gimel Amud Aleph. Continuing with our analysis of the problem of putting a clee underneath something like uh, Rav Chista's rule about the egg. Amar Rabbi Yitzchak. And here he says the opposite of Just like you can't put a cleat underneath a hen to catch the egg, similarly you cannot cover up the egg with a cleat. Why? Rabbi Yitzchak must be of the opinion that you're not allowed to move a clee for the purposes of something that itself can't be carried on Shabbat, and the egg that's freshly laid on Shabbat is no Mate, so we threw all of the challenges that we had up above with the with the bedposts and all the other things we're allowed to move. Vishani and in every case the answer was but komo, Meaning, for instance, in the case of the uh of the uh the uh, bowl that you're allowed to uh, to cover over the nair or you're allowed to uh move the bedpost to keep the roof in every case, he said, it's because the you needed the space where that thing was. So once you're allowed to move it, you're going to move it for that. Toshma. So now we bring a new challenge. Ahat b'itzah sh'nol'dah v'shabbat v'ahat b'itzah yom tov. Whether the egg was laid on Shabbat or yom tov. E'en patakli. You can't take the egg in order to use it to cover something up. Uh, like a little opening of a cleave, to have a bed lean on it. But you may cover it up, um, with a cleave, like rules. So the answer is again, it's a case where that cleave was picked up because its space was needed. You're allowed to take a mat and use it to cover up rocks on Shabbat. Now rocks are mukhtze. Uh, so the answer is, Ba'vanim makur alot. talking about very sharpened rocks. the HaKise, They could be used in the beta for wiping. It's a discussion later on in Shabbat. Toshma, por sin now you're allowed to take mats and cover bricks. And bricks, of course, are also moktsa. So this seems to shoot down the idea that you can't pick something up for the purpose of protecting or covering something which itself is a sorbitol tool. The answer is the ishtayur mi binyana. These are bricks that were left over from a building a construction job. The chaz and the mizgalayo that you could sit on them. Toshma porsin You could take a mat and throw it over a beehive. Now we're not sure what this means. Right now we'll assume it means in the summer to protect it from the sun, and in the winter protect it from the rain. As long as you don't intend to trap the bees in there with the cover. Okay, so how are we permitting this? We're talking about a case where there's still honey inside, so it's not moktza. That works in the summer, because we think it's summer and winter. In the winter, there's no dvash. So how would you explain it? So he says, Don't so halot. They evidently in the summer leave two loaves of honey that they wouldn't touch and leave them for the bees all winter for them to eat. Ah, va mukzotninu. But those loaves are mukzah because they're not for human consumption. The answer is the chashivalayu. Before Shabbat, you had intention that you might use them. So all the chashivalayu mayas, if you didn't have intention, then what? Asur? In the in the um, braiter we said as long as you don't intend to trap l'ifol g'nei you should have given the following stipulation that only works if you had intent. If you didn't have intent, asur. So the answer is that. So That's teaching is even if you had machshav about these loaves. And therefore, it's not Muksa Nonetheless, you have to make sure not to have intent to cover it up. Now, the problem is money. Who's the author of this Brite? E Rabbi Shimon. So lately, Muktza. Rabbi Shimon should have no problem whatsoever. He doesn't hold for Muktza. E Rabbi Yudah. If it's Rabbi Yudah, how does it help to not intend to trap? Remember, the Varshamit Kaveh in Asur. Rabbi Yudha says the and come in Asur. If you don't have intent to violate the law, nonetheless, it's Asur. So the answer is the Olam Rabbi It's really Rabbi Yehudah. So what did the the Baita mean when it said, as long as you don't intend to trap, meaning not just your intent, but you can't do it in a way that it's like a trap. You have to leave room so that they won't end up being trapped. In other words, the entire style has to be one not to trap, or putting the mat over them, not to trap these bees. Okay, Ravashi Amar, Motok Shamim. Ravashi goes back and says, The bright that did not say summer and winter, which brought up a whole problem of, in the winter, there's no honey there, and then we had to have the two loaves, etc. He said, Bechamam It said, In the sun. And in the, and in the rain. Meaning, if it's in the sun, you could use it to protect it from the sun. If it's in the rain, you could use it to protect it from the rain. Be Yominis and we're talking about in the spring and the fall. Dika Chama, there's sun, and there's rain, and therefore, there's certainly honey the whole time, and therefore it's not muktzah. and therefore it's a great defense of Rabbi Yitzchak's position. However, Rav then said, the following, Ravuna already explained what you were saying, and he interpreted it in Bavel, there is a way to set something up, It's kind of a roundabout way to set something up to protect something which is mukhtza by starting it off for something which is not. So, for instance, uh, we'll see. You can make a protection for a mate, for a corpse, but you have to do it on behalf of the living. Alright, so mahi, how does that work? let's say there's a corpse lying out there in the sun it's Shabbat, it's muktza, you can't move it and by the way, you can't even move something to protect him because you can't move something on behalf of something which is muktza so what do you do? you have two people sit evidently straddling him when they feel the earth is hot then each one brings a bed or uh, to, to sit on or lie on because they can't sit on the ground. <laughs> a minute the sun overhead is too hot. And then they take a, a blanket or a sheet or something and throw it over themselves. And then this one picks his bed up and walks away, leaving the bed standing and the sheet or the cover hanging off it. And the other guy does the same thing. And on its own, a got made. So, in other words, he's saying that even if you accept Rabbi Yitzchak's con- concern, that you're not allowed to move a neutral item on behalf of an item which is a servatil tool, the simple way to do it is to move it on behalf of something which is not a servatil tool, and in a roundabout way, it ends up protecting it. Okay, itmar. So we go back to the issue of the mate. Mate mutal bachama. You have a corpse out in the sun. Raviura amashmua. What's the solution? Of you roll them from bed to bed until you get them into the shade. He saying, Put a loaf of bread on him, or put a child on him, or something else that's not muktza, and then pick him up and move him. Now, certainly if there's a baby or there's a loaf, then certainly it's mutar, and that's the preferable way. The disagreement simply is to lately, if there is no such thing available. And that is because... Um, uh, Shmuel holds that, uh, sorry, that uh, Rav holds that carrying something in an unusual way is still carrying, and therefore you're moving, you're rolling from bed to bed doesn't work. Shmuel says it's not, therefore it's mutar. So perhaps that replicates this. <laughs> you're not allowed to save a corpse from a burning house. Uh, it's burning, and there's a corpse in there. You're not allowed to pull him out. Rabiura ben Lakish, I heard that you could. So, Hechidami, what's the case? If there's something available that's not to put on the mate, so, My Tanakama, why would Tanakama say he can't do it? Go into the house, put the bread on the mate, carry the mate out. If there is none, then My Lakish, why would he say it's okay? And a lot be outside, and he must be disagreeing about rolling them out some weird way. To not Tanakama says that's called Tiltul, you can't do it. And since you have no vehicle to carry him out legally, you're done. Marsavaloshmet, says it's not tiltul, and therefore you carry him out in a weird way. But of course they didn't say that. That's what we're just positing about the Machloket. Say lo, the We're ruling here like Rav, that you can't use some trick or trick way of moving him or some off-wave moving him. And there's a concern we're going to see later on in the 16th parak about saving things from a fire. Since a person here is very concerned about his relative who's dead, if we don't allow him some way to get the body out, he's going to come and extinguish the fire. So therefore we're lenient here, knowing that if we're not, we may end up with a little or right Indeed, we rule like that, and allow him to do so. Okay. The end of the You cannot benefit from the oil that's there because the oil that dripped out was not Muhan It's not prepared before Shabbat. Leftover shemen. Asur, and of course, Rabbi Shimon Matir, no surprise there. Okay, we'll pick it up in the next podcast with this next Mishnah. This is the first half of the last Mishnah. Uh, in the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.